to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Christmas in July on the Play by Your Podcast, episode 24, and we're on the road. Eric Fiskus at Monmouth, Illinois, in Monmouth, Illinois, at Monmouth, Illinois, in Monmouth, Illinois. Uh, to my left is my brother-in-law, our guest host tonight, Joe Pilger. Joe, say hi. Hello. It's great to Hello, be here. Joe. And Hello, uh, Joe. My other Hello. compatriots back in Ohio, 300 and some odd miles away, Todd. Ho, ho, ho. Brady? We went back to Ohio. Sorry, breaking into my pretenders there. Uh, yeah, they were from, where were they from? Canton? Akron? Yeah. Kent? Somewhere up in there. You know, the near, 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 near. Yeah. The whole, yeah. I got you. So, yeah. Hello, everybody. All right. Okay, as I said, it's Christmas in July on the Play It By Your podcast. Uh, we decided... Actually, Joe came up with a topic because he just came up on a topic of Christmas and we decided, hey, let's just turn the whole episode into a Christmas episode. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. Everyone will have a Christmas topic and uh, we'll discuss all those. As always, uh, we'll do a 20 minute discussion of each. I am courteously giving up my topic to my brother-in-law and he'll take over in the middle segment. And uh, Courteously. Courteously. Yes. Uh, 1776 reference. <laughs> yep. <laughs> For those of you who are fans, like me and Brady. Uh, now, housekeeping duties out of the way. You can uh, find our podcast on YouTube at our YouTube channel. Please become a subscriber. You can get some updates on when those are released. Uh, generally, that is on late Sunday night, early Monday morning-ish. Uh, you can also find us at our website, anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast, uh, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and the iHeartRadio app and most anywhere you can find your podcast. Uh, also, you have the opportunity to leave us a voice message at any of your providers. There should be a link there for you to do that. We haven't had one in a while. We would love to hear your great voices uh, from our loyal earbuds. We haven't used that term in a while. Joe, did you know that? Have you heard us say that before? Yeah, that was that was pre-episode 13. Yeah, that, that, was, that was Brady's thing. He came up with that, I believe. I think yeah, so. Yeah. It was kind of randomly. Yeah. It just seemed to work. It seemed to work. Yeah. And we still keep talking about these t shirts that are still kind of <laughs> hanging out there in our minds. Those yeah. will come eventually. Yeah. Well, in fact, the uh, episode that was uh, episode 23, uh, when everyone listens to that and they hear us uh, lose our stuff for several <laughs> minutes, uh, a couple different times. <laughs> Uh, you usually when we are when we are dying of laughter, one of us will yell out that needs to go on a shirt. So, so, <laughs> so yeah. What, 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 what did Todd? You, you made the declaration to put on a shirt. What, which which thing was it? The um, this last episode twenty episode twenty three. You, you can't eat nose holes. You can only eat it in pieces. <laughs> in pieces, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are definitely dads. Yeah, well, uh, we crack ourselves up. That is a dad joke to it's beat the band. band. Yes. 
actually we had a couple of different dad jokes that said we had three dad jokes on that episode and we chuckled at all of them so yeah, yeah we're and i'm we're pretty sure only odd i'm pretty sure only dad say to beat the band so uh i'm <laughs> yes. doubling down on the dad humor <laughs> maybe maybe dads are 1927 <laughs> We'll go on a no malarkey tur- tour <laughs> for their malarkey and tomfoolery. Oh, easy on the politics. There's a, I saw a <laughs> meme here a while back. Uh, it, I, I don't remember verbatim what it said, but it was basically along the lines of there's never been a dad in the history of dads who hasn't tied something down in a truck and said, that ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're, that's we're so off, true we're off on tangents uh, again yep um in addition to where you can find our podcast you can also find us on social media uh, search us out on facebook <laughs> play by ear podcast uh Love. sometimes we do facebook lives we didn't do one tonight since we're in different locations but uh, uh generally when we do our recordings we will do a facebook live on that same night so you can interact with us there uh, you can find us on instagram which i've just become masterful at instagram since i found out you can post there and post on facebook at the same time i'm just doing this instagram thing just all over the place so yeah play underscore it underscore by underscore ear underscore no no underscore after the ear sorry um but when you see the video it'll be up here somewhere yeah that very much i don't know i don't know (laughs) that very much took on the cadence of mock yeah. Yeah. Ding. Ding. yeah. 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 Bird. Bird. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> <laughs> that movie still holds up to this day. It, it, oh, indeed. Did you watch so. Dumber Er? No. I, I, I did. I, don't waste your prequel? Uh, no, I didn't mean like a, this. Wait, dumb. The, the prequel. The Dumb and Dumber Er. Dumb and Dumber Er. That was not. Jim Carrey. No, it was right. like the prequel. It oh, was before it was, Dumb and uh, Dumber. Gotcha. It was made after Dumb and Dumber, but it was it was a prequel um, okay. where Lloyd and I uh, can't remember the other one's name. I don't know. Oh, Brady. Samsonite. So, uh, all things aside there, um, we got off on a tangent once again, but that's where everywhere you can find us. Uh and uh, on your favorite podcast providers. So we'll get right into it here. Uh, gentlemen, did we decide who was starting off here? I know Joe's. I believe Mr. Brady. Brady? Mm-hmm. Brady? You're up. Guns away, Brady. Topic, yeah. Got, sun's out. Guns aren't. Actually, it's night. So <laughs> the suns aren't out. So put the guns away. It's nighttime. So, okay. Since we are uh, Christmas in July, what better way to spend those cold Christmassy winter nights when you want to watch some Christmas specials. There's ones that would only come once a year. Now, back in the days of our Ute, that was even more pronounced because there would be some, you know, some of these specials. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give one out. Like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, you had one shot. You had one shot to see that special. And if you missed it, you had to wait 365 more days to catch it again. So um, Christmas specials were must-see TV. Now in the days of, you know, on-demand viewing, um, I could actually go in there and watch Rudolph or Frosty, Frosty the Snowman anytime <laughs> I want to. And But uh, Christmas specials were 
great and an integral part of our youthly Christmas was, experience. It's pretty torturous. I mean, that's to only air them once. I, don't they still do that on the network? On uh, the network. Yeah. On the network. Um, and then, you know, there was, of course, those – some of those uh, Christmas specials were, um, you know, only run a couple times. Uh, I'm going to go ahead oh, – I, I should probably be polite. What are your guys' Christmas specials that you want to – does anyone come to mind? Well, I'm, I'm going to say one thing first. I, I think we touched upon the fact – I can't remember what episode it was – that not things that our children won't experience – and that was one of those things where you only had one shot to see something. Oh yeah, on Netflix and pulling it up and yeah, whenever you I want. Mean, even before VCRs, think about it. Yeah, you know, like my favorite Christmas special. I I, I swear, uh, it was only a year and a half ago, two years ago, when I was able to see it, and I had not seen it since I was eight years old. Was that? Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> Which was one was it? Hard, hard. Hard Knock, Coco, and Joe. It was the. Uh, I, I can't say I've ever heard of that one. I think it was. No. I think it ran in conjunction with Bozo the Clown. Like, did you? Did you oh, guys okay. have Bozo in Ohio? I was gonna say you're you're in Illinois stuff now. Did you have? <laughs> yeah. Bozo? yeah. That, we well, have... we would get Bozo occasionally on WGN once we had cable. Oh, okay. But I think I think Bozo had kind of run its course even by WGN days. Yeah. Like when we got it. Yeah, okay. I don't. I don't remember Bozo. I've oh. heard the name. I've heard the. I've heard of the clown. Yeah, I mean he's your quintessential clown with the show. Yeah, a bunch of kids that are. Yeah. So he had a Christmas special. Well, he he had cartoons that he would play, kind of in conjunction. That clay, is it called claymation? Claymation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so there was the Hard Rock Coco and Joe. It was it was quality. Just little elves right. that would fly around and. Grant wishes. Might have to Google that. Yeah. yeah. So, so is that kind of like our it's, Uncle Al? Oh yes, Uncle Al. Yeah, you would know. Or Cool Ghoul. Because <laughs> what was the clown's name on Uncle Al? Uncle Al. <laughs> uh, did Uncle Al have a clown? Yeah. Oh, Al had a clown. Aunt Wendy. Yeah, it always honked its side. <laughs> I didn't mean that the way it sounded. I just meant it as a sidekick. <laughs> what was oh, the clown's boy. name? He always honked his side. Like, no, his own side or like somebody oh, the else's? Clowns, the clown would... Was, uh, well, like I remember a clown. That, that, no, you're thinking Clarabelle the clown on uh, Howdy Doody. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Uncle okay. Al did yeah. clown. So Uncle Al, Joe... Was a <laughs> kids show, and then little kids would be on the show. Oh, so like, that was kind of like Bozo. I think Bozo had sure, a, yeah, and kids audience of kids play the games. Yeah, and, right, right. Yeah, but Her he was a guy, and he had an accordion, and would play songs. And oh, okay, because all the kids would hear the accordion music <laughs> back in the day. Back in the I day, I can remember when they started packaging all of the Christmas classics on, you know, on DVDs, like box sets, mm -hmm. which would have been the first time that people had a chance to, you could watch many of them in the same night. Uh, but even going away from Christmas, Eric, to, to copy off what you were saying there, to piggyback off that, 
just the waiting for any next episode of a show is something that people no longer have to do and, and will never have to do again. You know, it's when, when did the term binge watch start? That's, that's a Hulu Netflix mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite Christmas special is by far, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. Just classic. So, as as far as I get, I re- I read the book first, and then the, the cartoon. They made a book out of that. It was big. It's <laughs> hey, can't listen to you. Are, are, you, are, are you me? <laughs> That's from laughing. Are you me? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I did the, the cartoon. I don't Brady. You're obviously we're the same age now. The cartoon came out like during our youth, didn't it? In the sixties. So just prior to when we were born. Yeah, his because Boris Karloff, you know, sang the opening song and had some narration, and I think he was gone by the time that we were born. So um, <laughs> I, I think it came out like in the late sixties. You guys remember the recording I sent you? I, I think I send it every year. Of uh, I think it's Funny or Die or one of those, and it's it's like outtakes of Boris Karloff. Yeah, <laughs> I suggest everyone googling that. Oh, uh, it's great. Think about it. That's where we got roast beast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's we've said that as long as I've known you guys. What else? There's another. Yeah. There's something else from that show. I think that we use in our everyday vernacular. I can't remember what it is though. Roast beast, we, definitely. We'll usually, or sometimes say Cindy Lou Who, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. All right, so the Grinch, Brady mentioned Rudolph. Frosty is another one. I mean, it's in the triumvirate. Yeah. Um, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph. Um, was there a part two of Frosty? There, I think there wasn't a, a purely animation, and it was, you know. I'm sure, an yeah. The animated sequel to a claymation movie can be <laughs> they found him living in a freezer in the bahamas and it was called frosty's very reggae christmas <laughs> frosty two electric boogaloo yeah, I'm a- there you go. <laughs> frosty two no electric boogaloo because see in the winter time no electric yeah wah, wah. so claymation that that's a good thing to to discuss here because we think of claymation, but I don't think Frosty oh, no, that and, was stop and Ru- stop motion. So that's what I was gonna say. I don't know the name of it, but I mean, you have all these little fuzzy characters, and they are we allowed to Google whilst talking? Absolutely, no? you Absolutely. Google whilst yeah. talking. Okay. Yes. That was against the rules because we. No. Play I know Burl Ives usually played a uh, three styrofoam. <laughs> it, like there was like three styrofoam balls that became Burl Ives' character. But it was like it was like the styrofoam balls, but they were covered in Sunday school felt. Well, yes. yeah, but <laughs> but remember, gentlemen, it was actually two different things. It was it was animation. Three fuzzy balls made up the snowman. <laughs> yes, the fuzzy. It was ball animation. Most of it was animation. Yeah, but then You're the, right. the scenes with Burl Ives were the. Uh, what you guys are talking about, the stop motion or whatever. But the rest of that was just good old animation. Was it? Yeah. Because I was thinking like Rudolph was... We're, Rudolph not, we're was talking Frosty. Frosty. Rudolph we were talking Frosty. Frosty. Well, they're both... No, Frosty. uh, Frosty's animation for the most part. 
Yeah, Fro- Frosty's straight up animation. Mm-hmm. But uh, Burl Lives, he did the. Uh, I thought he was he in Rudolph. Did the, uh, yeah, stop. yeah, he was in Rudolph. Stop motion. Yeah. What was um, Ru- Rudolph? Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. So Rudolph had a sequel. What it did it? There was two Rudolphs. Because there was the one about you know the 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 Randolph? elf that wanted to be a dentist, <laughs> <laughs> or Rundolph. He done Rundolph. <laughs> Rundolph. That's a Southern Ohio thing. <laughs> the Island of Misfit Toys. Wait, didn't he go to the Island of Misfit Toys in the original? Yeah, that was the original. Yeah, <laughs> Randolph the dyspeptic reindeer. He was Santa's exhaust pipe. <laughs> But uh, the, the, my favorite Christmas uh, special, it, it's, it's a, you liked that one, didn't you, Eric? I did like um, that. Um, my favorite one's kind of a low-key favorite, and um, I actually owned the 8-track cassette of it. Chug-chunk. Chug-chunk. John Denver and the Muppets. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. John Denver and the Muppets, and it was a great yeah, John Christmas Denver's special, man. Legit, man. <laughs> but um it had uh, a lot of great songs um and you know some of them were classics like uh you know there's uh the christmas is coming the goose is getting fat hey he put the penny in the old man's hat and uh and there was a few rounds but then there john denver did just a few just beautiful classics i highly recommend uh when the river meets the sea so do I but need to find the, the highlight- track? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, the highlight of it though was when Fozzie the Bear sang. Uh, excuse me, not Fozzie the Bear, but uh, Rolf, oh, the piano playing dog, sang um, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," which is my favorite Christmas song. So yeah. Hmm. Joe's looking at me quizzically here now. To to put everything in perspective here now, me and Brady are the same age. Todd's six years younger than us. Joe, how old are you? I am thirty four. Okay, so so he's nine years younger than me. Yeah, he's two years younger than me, and <laughs> <laughs> he's a years younger than me. Yeah, yeah. Well, Brady, but, I think um, you made a common mistake there uh, because I get Rolf and Fozzie the Bear sometimes mixed up as well. Yeah, yeah, I know Fozzie. Yeah, I could, I could. The waka waka waka. It's Fozzie Bear with all the Muppet news. Hi. Well, Rolf was more like a deep burnt sienna color. He was a, like a like a, and then Fozzie was almost like a a baby poop mustard brown color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rolf had a lustrous brown oaken coat. coat. Yeah, he. Uh, uh, he uh, Rolf was uh, eggs to make his. Fozzie was like a new. He was like a Georgia Gold barbecue sauce. Fozzie. Yeah. But um, some other uh, – well, we we can't mention – we can't talk about Christmas without the, like the variety shows like the Andy Williams specials um, right. or Perry Como. Um, no, I'll I know be you're honest with you. Because, Joe, I don't even know I, this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, here's the deal. I don't think I ever watched one. But I know that there were big at one time. I remember watching reruns of those at my grandma's house. And yeah, you sure went to your La- grandma's house? <laughs> yeah, the Lawrence Welk Christmas, which was also should have been known as the Human Quaalude for anybody under sixteen. Here comes Lawrence Welk. <laughs> well, you forgot one of the classic Christmas specials. 
Chucky Brown. Brown. How can you forget Chucky Brown? Chuck Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) You know, all the dances. I was never a big fan of the Charlie Brown specials. No. Whether it be the Great Pumpkin or the Christmas. What was the Christmas Christmas special? So depressing. Like, yeah, yeah, they they all are. Yeah. When I, uh, if I'm at school or home and something doesn't go my way, I typically put my head down and then sing myself Christmas time is here because that's such a like, <laughs> disturbing Christmas time is here. And I, I, I slunk away. Yeah, it's, and, almost, it's almost like nails on a chalkboard sort of thing, that, that high-pitched kid sing thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, you know, let's I, – I agree with Joe so much. I, see, I loved Charlie Brown then – until I really got it because it was primetime cartoons, which was, you know, a rarity. But then when you really get to dig it into it, I mean, my sister and I both bawled incessantly at Snoopy Come Home. And um, Snoopy, 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 come home, Snoopy, come home, come home, come home. home. Yeah. And it it was awful. And it was just um, just depressing as heck. So, yeah, I think it's a tradition. But, you know, if your kids are just a little bit too happy, it's like you need to settle them down. Okay, kids, let's watch Charlie Brown, and that usually gets them. Okay, th- this is this is a great segue, because I said I was going to tell on myself with one of these Christmas specials, and I don't know. Todd, you may not even remember this one. Brady, I'm pretty sure you will. I, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before. Joe, I don't even know. You, you may not have ever heard of this. But there was a Christmas special called Nestor the Christmas Donkey. <laughs> No, don't talk about it. No. <laughs> I told you I was going to tell, and I'm going to tell on you too, apparently, because I think it, it was. So you, you oh. were talking about depressing. You think the Charlie Brown Christmas was depressing. And I'm going to tell you the story of Nestor the Christmas Donkey. Okay. So Nestor the Christmas Donkey. Did, tell did, me a story. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the story. Just sit down on my lap, Joe. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> um, you probably shouldn't. Any story that says sit down on my lap, I'm going to tell you about a donkey is probably. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and social distance myself over here a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that devolved real quick. Um, anywho. Tell you about a show that started a donkey. <laughs> Some might call it the donkey show. <laughs> And it's live from Tijuana. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> uh, anyway, in all seriousness here. Um, so the gist of the story is Nestor and his mother, uh, they end up, and I don't know where they're going. I can't remember in the cartoon where they're going, but they end up going from one place to the other. It's the middle of the winter, and they have to stop at night and rest. And there's a big snowstorm. They couldn't go on. Nestor ends up being covered up by his mother to keep him warm. And the next scene cuts to Nestor crying because his mother is under a snow mound and she died because she was covering him and saved his life. And I bawled and I bawled and I bawled. I about threw myself out of the second story window of my house. It, it it was like I mean I'm exaggerating, but like it it was traumatic. I that I, that's why I can't say the words Nestor the donkey. As soon as you said it, it just brought the memories flooding back. It's like now, 
Now it ends up as a happy ending. It's one of those things where you know, things happen for a reason. And Nestor lived through that snowy night because he ended up being the donkey that carried Jesus and, and well, carried Mary because Mary was so yeah. pregnant. Jesus into Bethlehem so he could be born. That's the gist of the story back, you know, when you had religious based. That's probably why Nestor's not played anymore. But mm-hmm. uh, or the Charlie Brown Christmas, I'm surprised it's played anymore anyway. But uh same type of theme, but getting ready to say, I think I remember seeing that. And then when the mom's dead under the snowbank, uh, Luke Skywalker comes and cuts its belly open and uh, <laughs> calls to, it to stay warm. Yeah, that, that must have been a different version than the one I saw. <laughs> that was the so, no man, that was a ton yeah, joke. <laughs> that and a good one. I'm just still like wrapping around my emotional scars from that. There's something the sad about donkeys anyway, just in general. Yeah, like, think about Eeyore. He's yeah, he's just a miserable. <laughs> just it's miserable. probably because everybody around him's such an ass. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that uh, is an interesting question, though. Yeah, and you bring up Eeyore, and why, so why is a donkey always depicted as a? Well, Sad creature. I mean, it's a, uh, it's a beast of burden. Have I guess. you seen? Have you ever been to a farm with, with donkeys? Like you can't approach them. They're they're horrible creatures. Well, I mean, they, they they run the the, the barnyard. They, they're protected, <laughs> but they're always in a bad mood. Yeah, I guess so. So, um, but are they in a bad mood because of the way that they're treated? Are they in a bad? Are they treated that way? Because they're in a bad mood. I don't know. Well, I think they're. If I could throw this out there, some science here. Um, aren't zebras? Aren't they part of the donkey family? Um, I was told that. Yeah, but they're called zebras. <laughs> but, uh, but come on, that was better than you gave me credit for, Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Sorry, I, I'm trying to keep my uh, ADHD on path here because, like, I'm a afraid i'm going to start like making cool. side jokes but no i was told um on a tour one time that uh zebras are the one animal hollywood never had success training because they are grotesquely unpredictable that there is no way to train a zebra it's not been done properly that like you might get lucky one day but then they're hey, just now. way out of control <laughs> they they are the wiener dogs of the uh donkey family are wiener dogs uh they're hard-headed stubborn? yeah oh yeah they're german is that <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> boy we're going off the rails um i yeah. mean i guess donkeys what are they what's what's another word for a donkey an ass so it's i think it's <laughs> a mule correctly a mule well yeah. a mule isn't a mule a crossbreed between a donkey and a horse it is so, I think so you can't. Why don't they call it a? Oh, never mind. Two never mules. Mind. Can't, <laughs> two, two mules can't make a mule. <laughs> oh, I'm, 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 there. I'm really glad you didn't complete that thought. <laughs> I'll say by the bell. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you know, that because it's special. Uh, uh, burrow. What's a burrow? A burrow is a donkey. So. Quarterback for the Bengals. So a mule is a cro- is a cross between a donkey and a horse. A burrow is just a a donkey, just a good old donkey. Yeah, that's another yeah. name for a donkey. Mule. But two mules can't make a mule. I think a mule is sterile. 
And that, yeah, mules are sterile, I believe. Interesting. I mean, they're dirty. No wonder they're in a bad mood. <laughs> they're sterile. Dirty, filthy, even. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be shaking that badonkey donkey in my face. <laughs> won't do any good. Uh, um, yeah, m- mules are miserable humans. <laughs> they are horrible. <laughs> All right. Oh, like I said, saved by the bell. All right. <laughs> topic number two would uh, have been mine. Again, I'm gracefully giving my topic up to Joe. So, Joe, what's your Christmas topic? All right. I'd like to talk about Christmas candy. Yeah. There's there's lots of different ways you could go about that. But the, the Christmas candy that I always think of, I, I go back to my grandma's basement watching reruns of Lawrence Welk Christmas specials. And she had the, it was a hard candy, sort of an old fashioned, but it was a like, it looked like ribbon that it was about six inches long, hard. And yeah, it, it had a good flavor. However, there was no way. Oh, <laughs> continue. I thought it did you sorry, but the problem with it was you couldn't you couldn't put it in your mouth in one piece because it was like I don't know there was just no easy way to eat it and they were all stuck together in the in the tin right and when you what? went to get one out you picked up like eighteen of them because they were yeah. all together yeah like they started out separate pieces but they went molted into one brick and it just kind of became a like a loaf a loaf <laughs> yeah. of yeah yeah candy loaf <laughs> okay, I, okay now. I'm, I'm going to segue off this because you, you bring up the ribbon candy, and, and I believe this is all a family of candies. There's the ribbon. Yeah. There's that little square with it. It's got like tread on it. Yeah, like a hash marks, hatches on the candy. Yeah. And uh, what else is in that little molded candy loaf? The, the ones that look like raspberries. Or- Oh, the raspberries that had some what, what was supposed to be a jelly filling, but it turned into just a a slightly softer hard candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that gummy in your mouth. That would solder your teeth together. The uh, oh yeah, filling. yeah. The ones the, you would eat that stuff. <laughs> the wavy ones kind of reminded me of stuff you would see in a like a, a Chinese parade or something. They kind of just looked yeah like a dragon and yeah. I I, I really like that, but oh. it was just very difficult to eat because. You could you could hold on to it and eat it like a sucker, but then your hand's gonna get all sticky. Yeah. Uh, or you could break it up into a bunch of pieces, but then your pants get all like candy crumbs. <laughs> well, and those pieces spot weld themselves to the roof of your mouth and the back of your teeth. And- yeah. It's like you uh ate broken glass, like you know, like you went face first through stained glass. So you got all those candy shards mm-hmm. and yeah, that could be bad. Oh broken hey, glass. I just I thought of a foul Christmas candy, or at least I think it's foul. I'll try to describe them, but they were round and they were white and they had the red and green around the edge and they had like a Christmas tree picture in the middle. The chewy peppermints? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. And I was expecting them to be sweet and luscious and they had enough spearmint to Beer and elephant, and um, it was they were too strong, they were too chewy, and yuck. I uh, to this day, my mother in law gives me a bag of those uh, every Christmas because yeah, I can't you, get enough of them. Is she angry with you? No, <laughs> I'm her favorite son in law in Illinois. I don't typically trust 
in Illinois. Oh, in, in Illinois, exactly. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I don't typically time. trust any candy that has artwork on it. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to make it pretty so you will eat it, yeah, you've got a problem. <laughs> well, improve the flavor. Were the ones the fruit roll ups that do have artwork on it, but those are meant to leave tattoos in your tongues, and nobody <laughs> told me that. <laughs> well, the, so, ahead, so here's something on the artwork on the candy, though. I, it can be beneficial because you can tell kind of how old the candy is by the <laughs> by the artwork. If it's all smeared and stuff, you know that candy's been there a while. Or licked on <laughs> the cat or the dog found its way up to the counter, like I'm not touching it, man, and then walks off, and then left it with half licked candy with bad artwork. Yes, I've but I will say this. The hard candy, starting off with hard candy, is very fitting because a lot of a lot of my Christmas memories, uh, my aunt Diane, yes, would make hard candy for Christmas, homemade hard candy. Ooh. And I remember going into her house around you know when she was and it smelled delicious and everything was just awesome about it. And she had different flavors, but it was always it it was it ended up being just there was no consistent, just pieces, and it was covered in a coating of powder, powdered sugar. You know, the, Powdered sugar. Uh-huh. You know the candy I'm talking about? I, I do. Like, it's like rock candy. Yeah. But, but, but they make it in sheets, and then they yeah. would crack it, and yeah. then they would put uh, they would put the cocaine-looking stuff on it. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure it was cocaine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Brady, a, a side note on that, and you'll remember this. Uh, when we were in high school, the, the whole met class made some of that. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're, you're passing it out to people, and you take it and you chew on it, and literally, I, I kid you not, your teeth—you couldn't get your mouth open. You you <laughs> chew down on it once, and it like like you said, Todd Spot welded your teeth together. What, what was that commercial back in the day where they would demonstrate how heavy the glue is? Where the guy would take his hard hat and he would put it on the steel beam, and it wouldn't come off. And he kicked it was that candy. It was that candy. <laughs> well. Many people tried making that hard candy, but none of them made it as good as Aunt Diane. And Eric, I'm yeah. sure you probably had I, I did. Uh, being a relative also, which you may – you can explain to Joe there how Aunt Diane comes into our – Did she have the restaurant? No, that, that was Todd's grandma, oh, which would be which Diane's, are, mom. Which Diane's mom. Diane's mom. So Diane's my aunt, Diane's his aunt, but on different sides of the family. So we're almost related, but we're not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, isn't never mind. It, it's yeah. true Brown County eats <laughs> okay. right there. Right. <laughs> um, hey, I want to throw one out. Here's a Christmas candy that was always one of my sister and I's favorites, but it was very work intensive. Um, we called it divinity. Oh. oh yeah. And um Eric, how would you explain divinity? It it it's kind of fudgy, but it's not fudge. It, it's like white and it looks like a snowball. Oh. Yes, yeah. pillowy. That's that's a good word. Pillowy. Do you have melt? Do you have nuts in yours? Um, your no. pillowy. Are you talking about? So it was marsh. Was it? What was it? It, it was it, marshmallow, but it a, wasn't marshmallow. Yeah, there's a way to make it with marshmallow, the cheater way. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, the good divinity. It took some Cairo syrup, mm-hmm. and um, after you it, make it was your like, snowball, you can make some divinity. Oh, it, all I remember my mother saying, catfish. The, I just remember being work intensive. The, the divinity took the most time. Yeah. So made caramels. 
Joe, what kind of candy? Because like away from kind of the 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 homemade or the oddball type candies, I guess. What are some of just classic Christmas candies that you you know whether you got them in your stocking or or whatever? I mean, so you know, I I think a candy cane is is something to treasure um, if you have the time to to hold on to it and yeah and, and suck it down to like, a fine point that you can stab your brother. There with. you go. Yes, um, yes. But but oftentimes I would find myself just kind of crunching a little bit off because again I didn't want to have sticky fingers and oh, that's or, the worst sticky fingers and and then that that plastic wrap that went around the 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 shepherd's hook uh-huh. cane uh, yeah and kind of created a, some grooves on the but so candy canes were definitely uh and then when they came out with the mini candy canes those were popular oh yeah that well what about the fruit well, the- flavored. Come on! I was getting ready to say we we did a whole episode. We did an entire episode on how out of hand like the different candy bars have gotten. You know all the different flavors of them. I would I think candy canes could be lumped into that. You you go to the candy cane aisle around Christmas time now, and it's just you got uh, Starburst, Jolly Jolly Rancher, Starburst, uh, yeah, Skittle. They have rotisserie chicken. Rotisserie chicken. <laughs> the ones that always got me were the ones that were the multicolored, but they were raspberry flavored. Hmm. What kind of sorcery is that? I mean, they have yellow stripes, blue stripes, they have all kinds of, but it's raspberry flavored. Yeah, I hate but it. But there's no, ra- I mean, there's no, it's, it's, it's the consistency sorcery. stays white all the way through it. There's no like raspberry center, but it's raspberry flavored. <laughs> I don't mind those because those were the second to come out after your traditional peppermint. It was right. that or the raspberry ones. Yeah. I would I would take a a one that I thought should be peppermint and and like mistake it for a, a fruit one and I and I would just yeah. be disappointed and I'd probably yeah. throw it away because I couldn't I couldn't handle the fruit bite at the back of your throat. Yeah, it, indeed. And that's what I was going to say. That that's you can encompass a lot of Christmas candy, maybe candy in general, into that whole thing where you look at it and you think it's one thing, and you put it in your mouth, and it's a totally different thing, and almost not like it tastes bad, but you gag because you're expecting something sure. else. Yeah, if you're going to put something in your mouth, you should know what it is. <laughs> Which <laughs> I think that's, that's just a good lesson to live by. Um, <laughs> Wisdom. My- <laughs> my mom would make a peanut brittle at Christmas season. Oh yeah. Now, see, I don't care for peanut brittle. Yeah, I, I did not love it. You're a you're you're a tool of Satan. With <laughs> <laughs> my fruit candy cane loving peanut brittle loving satanic self. I don't mind some brittles. I like yeah, love love me some brittles. Okay, Todd, a question about the uh, flavored, and they're not canes, but they're candy sticks. So are you against the going into like Cracker Barrel and the 700 flavors of candy sticks? No, I, I usually get a whole brown bag full of them. I look like a like a wino coming out of Cracker Barrel with my brown bag. <laughs> but when you when you go to Cracker Barrel to buy those, they're nicely labeled, and you you can you can there you go. expect that yeah, yellow one that's lemon or well the the containers label, but then you put them in the bag and you forget what's what, and you may get you oh, may get a sure, curveball sure. thrown at you there. That usually but, happens between like the the root beer one and a, just a Coca Cola flavored flavor. one or whatever, a cola flavored one or whorehound flavored whorehound. Yeah, 
Such a dirty sounding candy. <laughs> it, it, that, that it is. Delicious. But I do like those. Uh, one of my favorite candies I, I had to have every year was, uh, and I still do, are the little, just the marshmallow uh, Santa Clauses or snowmen or whatever that, mm. you know, but they, but they have to be packed tightly. Like I don't like biting into a marshmallow candy and, and there's air inside. I want it to be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that make sense? You want your marshmallow dense. Yes. Yeah. No fluffery in your mellow. No. <laughs> so now, and, now back, back up. You you got to give this a little bit more of a description here. You say the marshmallow. Are you talking like the chocolate marshmallow? Or are you talking like Peeps? Don't, don't. No, 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 no. The chocolate. They're 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 foil wrapped. They're foil and, wrapped, and I think they make Santa Clauses or uh, snowmen. 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 Yeah. Russell Stover ha- puts those out every year. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. classic and then obviously every other holiday has their own you know easter has bunnies that are this the same candy pretty much um, like the, the reese's peanut butter santa or reese's peanut butter snowman definitely well i mean the only holiday that a reese's cup should take on is the easter egg the reese's nah, egg i disagree i think well no i'm to no, that's that that was secondary the original was the Reese's egg, and now Todd mm-hmm. can't make the argument of candy's gone off the rails and then not get on Reese cups because no, they either. they went to eggs, they went to pumpkin. I can though because they went to trees. You're just talking shapes. That's different than having different flavored. They're still the same yeah. flavor. When you butted, if you bit into the Reese's tree and it tasted like hemlock. <laughs> That would be going off the rails. Yeah, but it tastes the same fur. as the egg does. You could close but, your yeah. eyes and think you're eating a, a, an you egg. You know, I, I will maintain because of the peanut butter consistency, the egg tastes different than the tree because partially of the shape. They're about the same size, about the same. If you throw them both in your mouth whole, you aren't going to be able to tell a difference. Along with a Reese cup. <laughs> now, I will say if you eat a Reese's cup, and uh, Reese's egg together, there's going to be a slightly different consistency. I think I made a mistake, by the way, putting the Japanese candy too close to you because you're, you're just popping it in as we go. <laughs> He's popping it in. Hey, that's what it's there for. Hey, um, Joe, question yes, to sir. our Illinois resident. So do you guys make Buckeyes in Illinois? So my grandmother made Buckeyes growing up. and they Did were, you call them that? Absolutely. They were, okay. they were absolutely delicious. Um, had the nice, like, waxy outer texture what is that uh i don't know what she added to the outside of the chocolate and then she added something to the outside of the chocolate i don't know just to shine them up yeah oh, and there's some sort of like shine them up like cooking wax or something <laughs> paraffin there you go i don't know is that, is that true uh that came out that came out of those melted pop bottles that you ate in the summer with that, <laughs> with that gel in them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That, that was my favorite. Super seventy sports ran a picture of those one day. I don't know if you all saw it or not. We were the wax bottles. About, yeah, the wax yeah. bottle. You see, it was something like just a picture of those things that boy, you can taste the insides of those now if you think about it. <laughs> oh man. Now now Joe. Uh, I've seen the ones that you're talking about that are shiny. They're just slicked up, slicked up. Yeah, a little. Um, but I don't know that that's as much a tradition around. I don't. You don't see a lot of them shiny around here yeah. anymore. Now, so that's that's how my grandma made them in a in a small uh, Fulton County town just outside of of where I lived. Um, and then when I got older, 
people would call these things Buckeyes, but put like Rice Krispies in it. Ooh. And sacrilege. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, it looked like a Buckeye. It we had talk a, about a surprise. It had a vague taste of a Buckeye. Ooh. But then you had a crisp, and I'm like, this don't 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 serve me this. Okay, you want to talk about sacrilegious? Buckeyes that are made in a candy factory. That's sacrilegious. Uh, uh. Yeah. And, and again, like, um, back to Cracker Barrel, you can walk in and buy those Buckeyes that are in, like, sure. I forget what, Eric, like, maybe it's Russell's, Russell Stover that does those. Like, yeah. Are you ready? I will say this, go ahead, Brady. Sorry, are you ready to have your world rocked about, talk about sacrilege Buckeyes? Um, I was told by somebody that now that uh, there are mar medical marijuana dispensaries, that one of the products offered there for pain relief are um, cannabis buckeyes. They're buckeyes, but they're loaded with the, you know, buckeyes. <laughs> oh. I, I think those appear in a different venue. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I Don't get me wrong, Eric. Homemade Buckeyes are, are by far superior. But I do think it's hard to mess up a Buckeye. I can honestly say I've never really had bad Buckeyes. I bought some Buckeyes uh, from Sam's once in Cincinnati. And uh, I didn't they, – they, they're definitely different. They have that yeah. artificial – Well, but there are levels of this thing. That, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. If, if the Buckeye and – the chocolate and the peanut butter are separate entities. I, I, I'm with you there. It's hard to mm -hmm. mess that up. But they sell those things where the chocolate and the peanut butter are like melded together. And that's like, that those people should be, I don't know what. Yeah. Something it, awful should happen. I'm just a fan of peanut butter and chocolate together. Yeah. Uh, but, Joe, you mentioned the um, Rice Krispie Treats. I, I don't know what they've ever been called, but I have had some tasty concoctions of like Rice Krispie Treat with fudgy chocolate and peanut butter and Scotcheroo. They're good. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, these, this was a Buckeye, a literal Buckeye, but there was a crispy portion added. Not, not like a Rice Krispie Treat with chocolate around it and peanut butter added. It was, it was a Buckeye mix. That's so interesting. The velvety. Yeah, that doesn't sound bad. At you know. No, no, just no. not a Buckeye. When you're yeah, expecting a Buckeye and you bite into a Rice Krispie, it's I was, yeah, I was gonna say if, if I'm warned yeah. about it, it's I like, think I could handle it. But if I think I have a Buckeye in my hand, did and you I, not stir the sugar up well enough? I mean, exactly incorporate everything. Yeah, there. a lot of yeah. things could have gone awry there. Yeah, is that um, well? And this Buckeye? this may go too much into Christmas foods, which we could save for another episode. But when we're talking candy, I guess it kind of it. it Tiptoes on the cookie line, but what about the the Christmas wreaths, the green Christmas wreaths with the uh, the little red uh, red like hot or the sugar? Red hot? I don't know. It's like sugar they're like all red hot. Okay, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. And they're like they're just hot. like cornflakes or something made into oh, a yeah. uh, a ring a wreath, <laughs> and they're green. It's. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't same idea as a rice krispie treat. It's just marshmallow cereal treat mel melted into a, but they're shaped like wreaths. You ever have those? Yeah, I I have, and I I did not love them. Yeah, yeah. But, and you throw a red hot into did, that. And mix. They had the red hot. Yeah, yeah. That's, the the red hots are the uh, the ornament the berries. 
Yeah, like the or ornament the, the, berry. Yeah. The holly berries. Yeah. yeah. yeah holly the holly, berry. Speaking of holly berry. <laughs> holly berry. <laughs> Let's take a moment to holly berry. <laughs> holly berry for a second, please. Um, but the Rice Krispie Treat in my household, it, it would come around at Christmas. My sister has taken up the mantle, but it's a Rice Krispie Treat that is heavy on its peanut butter fixture, but there's a caramel icing on top of it. Yeah, my mom made those. Oh, it was just pancreas laying glee though it was just like rich. sweet so oh. rich you could barely like it, your 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 mouth would just pucker start up. turning to sucrose it was just like <laughs> yeah and you had to eat a small square but man that was a squaw of joy because it was good stuff <laughs> i uh my family one year my mom made uh red velvet cake is my favorite cake i i get one every year for my birthday and uh but for Christmas one year, she made a green velvet cake and shaped shaped it like a Christmas tree, mm-hmm. and uh, which we all really we all loved and we all ate. But then the um, the after effect uh, <laughs> had us all pretty going. had us all pretty scared. <laughs> uh, green sleeves for, indeed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you turn around and see. Uh, what looks like a uh, sawed and melted pine tree in the in the uh... <laughs> that'd be on the second day of Christmas. Did it smell like to pine? Be... <laughs> I, that would be much more concerning if it smelled like pine. <laughs> Better the alternative. Boy, you could make a million dollars off that invention. <laughs> yes, you could. <laughs> it's like poopery. <laughs> you could call it the Douglas Furt. <laughs> Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) with that, yeah, you know, have we just had way too much fun here these last uh, couple episodes? Because when I started smiling, I realized my face was still sore from laughing and smiling so much the other day. Oh, man. Tune into episode 23 for this. All right, Joe, thank you very much. Topic number two, uh, thanks for guest hosting and leading us there in yeah. that uh, discussion of Christmas candies. It was a good Great time. Topic. All right, Todd, you're in the cleanup spot. Topic three. All right, so we started off with Christmas specials and then moved to Christmas candies. I thought we would finish off our very special Christmas in July episode with some Christmas movies. And I know that sometimes this can bring on some good debate. Uh but I thought I would kind of hone in our our topic here by looking up a top 20 Christmas movie list. Yep. I will not uh, say who did this list because I don't want to give them – they're not paying us any money, so I'm not going to give them any uh, <laughs> airtime. So, so we'll just start with 20. opinion of top 20 Christmas movies. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll start at twenty and we'll go down and just we'll chime in and whatever you guys if you want to think it. Should, how about we say if it should be lower or higher, maybe something Thumbs like that. Down. Yeah, yeah. So number twenty, the nineteen ninety four classic, The Santa Claus, starring Tim Allen. That's number twenty. That's number twenty. Oh no, I think that 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 deserves a top ten placement for sure in my book. I I do like it. I like it. I like it. You know, you you have a wide breadth of movies, and I'm thinking in my mind what could be near the top. I mean, you got some 
outstanding classics near the top. And I mean, I'm I'm with you. The Santa Claus is a good movie. I'd to be higher, maybe a little higher than 20. I don't know if it cracks top 10 or not. I'm going to reserve judgment. Well, plus this has judge Reinhold in it. So it's worth a couple extra points. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, I think my kids watched the Santa Claus within the last two weeks. We watched that as a non Christmas movie. Nice. Because it's that good of a movie in my well, house. It correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but doesn't he kill Santa Claus? Yeah, he totally does. <laughs> dark movie. You think about it. <laughs> and then in the in the uh, what's so the sequel? What's the what's the third movie in a series called? Uh, Santa Claus and How Part Three. <laughs> he, like there's a there's a, a he fights with with Jack, Jack Frost and kills him again to make sure that he gets to be Santa Claus. <laughs> You don't mess with Tim Allen. You know, the, the, the whole discussion here between the TV now and the movies that, that Christmas, these have some pretty dark themes sometimes. Santa oh, Claus yeah. killing people and sure. donkeys dying in the snow. And well, if you, going back to the Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, if you ever watch that, there's a whole oh, bunch uh, of like uh, bullying. bullying, bullying, and, and yeah. the, the, the women had to go back into the house because <laughs> looking for Rudolph was man's work. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, Santa had a lot of shots, pa, anyway, because he was just he was there knocking Rudolph too until he found out that he could do something to help him out. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Rudolph was definitely just too. <laughs> All right, number nineteen, the nineteen eighty four classic is. I hate to keep using that word, but this is a definitely a classic. Gremlins. Mm. <laughs> I mean, interesting, right, Mike? Yeah, I, I almost think this should be higher on the list. So I, I, I guess, and, and again, I'm trying to classify this list. the The main push of Gremlins is not about Christmas. And it's like the old question. I don't even know if this is on the list. I'm not seeing your list, but is Die Hard a Christmas movie? It is set at Christmas. I bet Die Hard's on this list in the top well, five to seven. And Todd's <laughs> smiling. He knows whether it is or isn't. Actually, like, I've seen the list. But in true play it by your fashion, I haven't. I haven't scrolled any further than what I've got gone so far. Okay. Well, we'll all find out together then. But yeah, uh, yeah. I guess it matters if. I mean, we know the Santa Claus is a Christmas movie. It's kind of based on that, but Gremlins is based upon these weird little creatures that happens to take place at Christmas. At Christmas. Well, they were a Christmas present. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Number eighteen, man. Again, two uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That needs to be higher. Oh, where? where at eight, oh, that's uh, that's lunacy. That needs to be way higher. Yeah, way higher. Classic. It's a good thing you didn't give credit to the guy who made this list because he, he's not doing well with us right now. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you knew the uh, where the list came from, it wouldn't surprise you. Well, and you, no, it's you not. Share that at the end. No, it's not Rolling Stone magazine, which oh, that's what I was gonna guess. It's not that, but it, oh. it might as well be. Uh, it it does when I when I read the little uh, description here, it does bring up one of my favorite parts of the movie, and that's when uh, when Chevy Chase is at is at the uh, the department store talking to the saleswoman at the department store. Oh yeah, he I was just browsing a uh, browsing. You know, he keeps messing up what he's saying. The bucks him. It's a bit nipply out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. nippy. Did I say nipple? 
17, Scrooged, 1988, Bill Murray. Mm. Mm. Not bad. That's got to be for that. Yeah, that's probably a good spot for Ed. Yeah. 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 Agreed. 16. You notice the one trend, though, is most of these movies, actually, all of them but the Santa Claus so far were in the 80s. So this list was made by someone who's not old. 16. Die Hard. <laughs> so, you know, personally, I, I'm i not one to watch a lot of Christmas-themed movies, so I'm glad to put Die Hard on my Christmas movie list. But if I were to be held down and it was my life or death situation, if I had to call Die Hard a Christmas movie, I would say it's not. But, I, yeah, same here. I, I didn't think of Die Hard as a Christmas movie until that episode of The Office when uh, I, I don't know if you guys watch The Office or not. If you don't, mm-hmm. you should because it's about to go on the Peacock <laughs> and you can't anymore on Netflix. But um, <laughs> there's an episode where they watch Die Hard and uh, Pete repeats the whole uh, the whole movie word for word. <laughs> but <laughs> is it a Christmas movie to me? I, I don't know. Yippee ki yay! I don't. I don't know if it finds its matriarchal like, fornicator. Matriarchal <laughs> fornicator. <laughs> That's going on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you guys. I, I'm not as big a diehard. Th- those are actually. Th- this is. I'm going. I'm going off on a tangent here, but my least favorite kind of movies are movies like Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, movies like that. I'm just not a big fan of the. I'm not a big action. I don't know what you even call those movies. I just. Are they kind of like action comedy? Have a little I bit of. I, I think a little less of you. I'm sorry. I just am not a big fan <laughs> of him. Uh, I, I think the name is like buddy comedy or buddy buddy cop. Buddy cop. Buddy cop. Yeah, buddy yeah. cop. Uh, number fifteen. Now we're getting into some classics. Yeah, I'm using classic. I need to, I need to send him for classic guys. Come on, help me out. Uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, 1947. Ooh, that's that low. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say I watch it every year, but I mean, you, I, I think the word classic is aptly used there. Yeah. I mean, that's maybe I mean, it was a pioneer Christmas movie. Well, I mean, it was so about Eric, pioneers, but you know what I mean? You say you don't watch a lot of Christmas themed movies. Does that mean there's a lot you haven't seen or you just have watched them and don't care for them? Uh, I, I think there's a lot I haven't seen. Like, I haven't seen Scrooged. Yeah. Even, even though that was like that came out when I was in high school, and I mean, we went to the movies on a semi-regular basis. It seemed like something I should have seen in the theater, but I I never saw it. And I don't go out of my way to watch Christmas movies. Now my wife, I mean she she would <laughs> start them in now and yeah. watch all year long if she could. But <laughs> I, I was going to I was going to say you should probably watch Scrooged. I, I'd lean towards the comedy side, like the the more. F- Comedy-based yeah. Christmas movies. Number 14, 1954, White Christmas. Wow. Bing Crosby. Mm. And, and Danny Kaye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hey. Rosemary Clooney. There you go. Mm-hmm. Maysville's own Rosemary Clooney. Mm-hmm. Anybody I, have yeah, anything I, to say I, about that? I'd say White Christmas is one of those... Like torchbearer Christmas movies, I did see yeah. far down mm-hmm. the list. Number thirteen, I personally love this movie, uh, "The Nightmare Before Christmas." Mm. Uh, Tim Burton. 
Interesting. White Christmas is lower on the list. <laughs> yeah. Than, I, that to be higher than National Lampoon's Vacation is loss of credibility. Uh, well, again, I'm seeing some age bias here in this. I guarantee <laughs> the person who made this list is probably Joe's age. No offense, Joe. <laughs> Have you seen The Nightmare Before Christmas? Actually, I haven't. It, it's a little it's, too far. I, 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 I looked at it and it's like, you know, it, it's a little too far off the rails for me. I didn't watch it when when it came out because what what year was that again? Nineteen ninety three. Ninety three. Yeah. So that was like geared towards me, um, mm-hmm. and I don't remember watching it as a kid. Now that I have my my own kids, we've watched it a few times, and it's just kind of disgusting. Like the, <laughs> the film texture of it, it just is sort of nauseating. It causes it is, causes yeah. what is that term that you guys love to use? Intestinal stress. Yeah. yeah, but maybe not in that direction. Maybe the. <laughs> The reverb of that. Well, intestinal distress is equal opportunity. It can go either way. <laughs> equal opportunity offender. Just it usually goes one way. For, yeah. Yeah, right. I've, I've had to go both ways at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a story for another time. Uh, yes, if I'm not mistaken, though, the one thing I found unique about The Nightmare Before Christmas is it's it's almost like a Halloween Christmas movie combined. For sure. It's you know, thematically and 12, another, another movie where the character tries to steal the role of Santa. If I, yeah. if, if I, if I remember correctly, yeah. trading places, number 12 Christmas movie, uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. I, I, I love trading places. Oh yeah. <laughs> However, Jamie Lee Curtis, take a moment of silence <laughs> <laughs> um it starts at thanksgiving and mm-hmm. it goes through christmas to new year's to new year's so it's kind of all three it's set at christmas i wouldn't call it a christmas movie it's kind of like die hard uh, well let me read to you the, the the brief description here. I think this – it says, all right, so maybe this one's not technically a Christmas movie either, but the sight of a down-and-out Dan Aykroyd in a Santa suit eating a slab of salmon through his grungy cotton candy <laughs> beard fills us with the holiday spirit. Okay, wait a minute. Let me make the sound. <laughs> <laughs> could have been worse. It could have been a slab of fresh trout. That, uh, I, I was wondering if somebody was going to bring that up. <laughs> Number 11, Home Alone, 1990. I thought that'd be a little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's disappointing. I've never seen that either. That's another movie. Are you kidding me? Seriously? No, I haven't seen it. That's another movie that we watch in, you know, year round. And, yeah. and my, son, my son does that every time he jumps into the pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I like it. Like him. Totally. I like it. I, it's, it's a bit unrealistic when you think about it. I can't imagine someone would actually leave their well, kid and, you know, it's a big wide. Not once, but twice. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. he the only kid, too? I mean, it's not like they had 10 kids. No, they had a whole bunch of kids. There were a I bunch. Did, yeah. It was a extended family. Yeah. 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 He kind of got Roadrunner and Coyote ish. But that's what made it funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I, I, I just thought it was him. I didn't, didn't know there were other kids. No, he like, had siblings. To me. He had siblings, and then plus there were uncles. Yeah, and his older, his older brother, Buzz, he had, he, he had, 
Well, you haven't seen this movie, right? No, I've no. Seen it all, yeah. So yeah, I won't waste the explanation. Though. Joe, you should have uh, you guys should have a, a viewing of it before he leaves town. We probably should. There, there are a couple movies we need to watch. Yeah. Number yeah. ten, <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, which we talked about earlier in the Brady's topic. So I don't think there's much more to say about that. I think oh, now, just... now, wait a minute. That's not a movie, is it? No. I wouldn't not, call it a movie. It... I wish I had the runtime here, but it, it not doesn't. A whole, like, feature film. That's, that's a half-air cartoon. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, The Year Without Santa Claus, 1974. The Year Without a Santa Claus. It's one of those kind of ilk, too. Better known as the movie with the heat miser. Ah, the heat miser. Uh, yes, I vaguely recall that. Yeah, but to, but what number is that? Nine. The I feel like there needs to be like a, a completely different list for the pre nineteen sixty movies because it, to to compare like White Christmas or or Rudolph the Red More Street. Yeah. It, or, I'm, I'm assuming it's wonderful life is going to find its way towards the. Top I would of the guess book. too. But Sounds that to, way. to compare that with even National Loon, like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, like Bad they Santa, be, they shouldn't be in the same conversation. They're both top-notch movies, but it's like I don't know. It's I like get what you're saying. Door, yeah, comparing Jordan and you know LeBron Bill Russell or <laughs> Jordan and LeBron or yeah, I get what you're saying. So there should be like a kind of like a Christmas classic yeah. and then a new Christmas, like Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola classic yeah. type thing. Yeah. Number eight, The Muppet Christmas Carol. It's pretty good. Okay, I, I'm going to tell you, when we get to the end of all this thing, even if you don't tell me who made this list, I, w- I want the website because I'm sure there's a comment section because I really <laughs> need to... Let my feelings be known about this because I just don't get you it. You leave my muffets alone. Now, muffets. <laughs> <laughs> this one is probably my favorite, and I would put it in a top five. Number seven, Bad Santa. <laughs> that Eric, have you seen that? After I did, I, 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 like, poop I, like, I like Billy Bob. I like Billy that, Bob that movie is just classic. First time I ever watched that movie, we were uh, I was in was football camp at Monmouth College, and uh, we we watched a movie for team building, and we watched Bad Santa <laughs> <laughs> in in July. I was gonna say how'd that work out for you? Yeah, good movie. My favorite line of that movie, and I'm gonna I'm gonna clean it up, but if you <laughs> remember right, the kid, the, oh, no, the no. kid is always asking him if he wants a sandwich, and then finally Billy Bob just has enough, and he's like. Jesus, kid, what is it with you and effing sandwiches? I, I just love that line. <laughs> While in costume. Because <laughs> the kid's always like, I mean, to make you a sandwich? <laughs> there's actually someone I won't bring up, but there's someone in my past who uh, that character reminds me of uh, uh, very much so. And um, it, it was a, a relative of mine. So I think that maybe I have a soft spot for that movie. Number six, another movie I like a lot, Love Actually. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, Not usually my type of movie, but this one was good. Was good. No comment. With uh, have you seen it? Uh, I don't know. Is that is it, does that take place in like four different languages or like? No, it's uh, uh it's British. Yeah, it, it's uh, 
but it has uh what's his name is the main is the main character who was in um four weddings and a funeral um hugh grant hugh grant um, i guess i probably have I, I probably have seen it but i probably fell asleep through it and i like his bumblery <laughs> like his bumbleness yeah he's just liam a, neeson's in it yeah liam neeson's in it um uh rick from walking dead i can't think of his name in real life number five how the grinch stole christmas again oh. not a movie is well, it, it, a movie which there. which i mean we're talking the cartoon cartoon or jeff carrey this one's the 1966 uh, okay yeah because it's been redone twice or they're not redone but they, they had the jim carrey version and then right. the grinch and then Just yeah grinch. that's a yeah. that's a really good movie yeah yeah i like the jim carrey version yeah so did okay. i we watched that year round as well number four elf no. <laughs> yeah Another one that's has really grown into a. We uh, we went on vacation to Branson last week, and the first movie that we watched once we got to our condo it happened to be Elf. Yeah, Christmas I mean Christmas. that movie. Th- as a matter of fact, I would be willing to bet if you were to go out and just uh, sample anyone probably under the age of forty. And start asking their favorite Christmas movie. I bet Elf would come up as more, probably more often than any other movie. I mean, anytime I see an escalator, I, I think about just standing still and putting one leg up and doing the splits. <laughs> elf fashion. Anytime I see one of what do you call those uh, those those doors as you go into a, a yeah, revolving see, door, a revolving door. I, I yeah, vision buddy. My uh, I, I like personally. I can't see an escalator without thinking of. Uh, Mitch Hedberg, uh, the late great Mitch Hedberg, and his joke: uh, "An escalator can never break down; it can only become stairs." <laughs> Sorry for your convenience. <laughs> Sorry. For- <laughs> uh, number three: A Charlie Brown Christmas. We already definitely talked about that one. Should Brady? I do it again? Brady. Christmas time is here. <laughs> Vomit-inducing. <laughs> Number two, speaking of uh, Um, Brady was talking about only being able to watch the episode once every year, A Christmas Story, which you used to only be able to watch once every year, but now you can watch it for 24 straight hours every Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. My my wife will watch it every waking moment of that (laughs) 24 hours. This is true. And Joan, we... We we visited the the Christmas Story house up near Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Been mean, there, yeah. By far, her favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, it's nice. good. It's 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 kind of a it's a perfect movie, really. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, we went to that house too. That was number number one. It's a Wonderful Life. Number there one. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And and again, I. It it is set at Christmas. I mean, and I think you can solidly call it a Christmas movie, but Christmas is not necessarily the main theme. It is, but it isn't. I mean, the main theme is more, you know, be happy with what you have. I guess, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too yeah, much. I, to it. I see what you're saying. I can see that. But, but I mean, Christmas is that a kind of lends itself to that, but. Sure. Yeah, that kind of lends itself to what Joe was saying about some of these movies of being able to watch them year round, and they still their message is still effective. Yeah, 
useful. Hmm. So, um, do you want me to tell you who that who made that list? I do want. Yeah, yeah. Please let us know. If uh, it's Entertainment Weekly, Uh, and uh, uh, I mean, just curiosity, what is the list entitled? I mean, it's not movies. Don't don't sue us, Entertainment Weekly, but your list sucks. (laughs) Actually, there there were a lot of things I agreed with. Uh, It just says the uh, these are the top twenty Christmas movies ever. I won't I won't give the. uh, but some of those things aren't movies. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, you 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 have set your own parameters here, and then you've promptly broken your own parameters and put cartoons, half well, hour Rudolph cartoons in there. I, I I did a Google search of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeers, and in Google you get different options, and I clicked movies, yeah. and the 1964 classic comes up as a movie. Well, and what's the runtime of that quote well, unquote movie? That movie is 47 minutes. That's not a movie. It's not a full feature. That's a show. But if you and it is a show, we would have made it's a program. <laughs> or as my wife's grandma calls her soap operas, her stories. Her stories. <laughs> yes, that's a reindeer story. That's not a movie. <laughs> and next uh, week on Rudolph Prancer. Here's a little finally. song I wrote. <laughs> it's about a reindeer <laughs> with a red Bitty nose. Totes. Don't worry, totes. <laughs> too wordy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nah. Oats, yeah, rhymes with nose, sort of. <laughs> Can't eat a nose hole. Don't eat it. Still makes you laugh. The, still I, I tell you though. Uh, <laughs> The level of wheezing in that episode, because <laughs> Eric is the weezer when he laughs, but I think we all were, we all turned into weezers. Uh, and as, I, as I said in our private conversations, you're uh, my wheezing, your 90 year old prospector laugh. <laughs> 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 when you got into the yees. <laughs> <laughs> This week's episode brought to you by Primatine Mist. Stop the wheezing, even when you're laughing hard. Yes, I, our, our podcast has been broken many times, but I think that's the most broken uh, we've, we've had it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, good times, good times. All right, so that wraps up my top twenty movies, or at least their top twenty movies. Um, as always, we would like to ask anyone listening to chime in and maybe give us your favorite Christmas movie or program. Or story, uh, a, a Christmas uh, candy that you uh, maybe if you have something to say about one of the ones that, that that we brought up in Joe's topic, or if you have one that we we forgot, which we know that we already know that we forgot some. Joe, we actually, if you want to take a couple minutes here and bring up one that you, uh, yeah, we'll give you a do over, Joe. If you want to add to your topic, um, now he's he's he, he's already forgotten it. No, I I. I <laughs> I have forgotten that. Um, the but, Saved by the Bell episode. Right? Well, the Saved by the Bell episode for for you know classic Christmas specials. There was a Saved by the Bell episode that you know Zach falls in love with the uh, with a girl that he meets at the mall that's working in the I think clothing store possibly. I think so. Um, I and, think so. Yeah. Um, finds out that she's living in the mall with her father who's out of work and falls madly in love with her and. At the end of the show, I'm pretty sure that he gets his dad to hire her dad. Yep. It's a good time. Yeah. 
Yeah, because his dad was a uh, like real estate guy or something, or a uh, he was in business. He was yeah, yeah. he was a mogul of sorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was in that nebulous business, and and the man was just super smart, super genuine guy. Yep. Yeah, just fell on some hard times. Which I was getting ready to say that the theme there is that you know perhaps all of us are one, uh, you know, one stroke of bad luck from being in that situation. Indeed. Because I th wasn't that the story is that her dad had been he had had a really good job, mm -hmm. and you know, and something happened. He lost his job, and they ended up homeless. Yeah, yeah. But then, as so often happens with shows like that. I mean, he's madly, as you said, in love with this girl and uh, gets dad a job with, from his dad. And, and then you promptly never see any of them again. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ellie yeah. Kapowski probably ran her off. <laughs> yeah. So the, the girl comes to Bayside high school, I'm assuming, and just melds into the population there. Yeah. I mean, when, when, when Zach didn't have a, a, a thing going on with Kelly, he always had his kind of, you know, episode here, episode there. Side but, action. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> I mean, Kelly said he was going to get back with Kelly at the end. For a while, Kelly had the older guy, the college student. As yeah. I, remember that? Jeff. Um, it was Jeff. Was it right? Jeff? I think yeah, it was yeah. Jeff. She had a college yeah. professor. Oh, yeah. In the college years. And then Zach fell, Zach fell in love with Leah Remini on the beach. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the summer episodes. Yeah. Was was she with Jeff? Was was Kelly with Jeff during that during those? I believe Kelly was with Jeff during that period of time, and then Zach fell in love with Leah Remini. Yeah, yeah, because they all got jobs at the country club. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once again, off the rails right here at the end. So, can I uh, suggest that someday we do a Save by the Bell? episode <laughs> absolutely the, the topic is all yours whenever you like yeah i'm you, so excited uh, would you start off with mornings with miss bliss like um, would, you, would you call it saved oh, by the bell or blasphemy would you call it, i mean wasn't that the initial like the, oh, the pilot was mornings with I, I, bliss? I, I believe you're right when that, you do it, this topic and, and it, it took was. place it took place in indiana in, in indiana yeah and then just Miraculously, and only the whole and school went to on, only Lisa California. Turtle and Zach and Screech moved to California, and all of a sudden it changed. And Miss yeah, because Slater and Kelly weren't in Miss no. the Miss Bliss or Jesse. None of the three of them were. That's right. No. It was Screech, Lisa Turtle, and Zach. Yeah, and then these yeah. other kids who never I made the move to California. Now I never manage. liked the years where or the the time frame where what uh, the. Tori, what? What was the other girl that wore the biker? Tori, yeah. Tori, Tori. Yes, yeah, she was around for one season and she was terrible. But yeah, See, and I and I have a theory on that. Here we're getting the Saved by the Bell topic already. They tried to do a Joe Ponya check on. So I was getting ready to say she was the poor man's Joe, <laughs> exactly, and then and, and it fell on its face there. But Joe went on to stardom and Facts of Life. But this. What? What's her name again? I believe it was Tori. Tori, yeah, it was Tori. Tori. Didn't work out. Yeah. I mean, Tori Spelling was on the show as oh, well, yeah. Screech's love interest. Violet, right? Violet. Violet. Oh. Yeah. How pathetic are we? <laughs> exactly. They fell in love in the Glee Club. I had a huge crush on Joe from Facts of Life, uh, Nancy McKeon. Yeah. Yep. Whose brother was Tommy on Alice. Yeah.
But that's amazing that you, because I was thinking the exact same thing about the Tory character. She was a poor man's Joe. Yeah. And they tried to make her, you know, Joe Lightning. part two. Lightning did not strike twice for NBC on that one. No, it did not. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, now we did a mini say by the Bell topic right there at the end. Thank you, Joe. Hey, no problem. Merry Christmas. Yeah. We were so excited. That's the unexpected <laughs> gift that, uh, you know, you get after everything is open and you look under the tree. No crap. And there, there was one more, present. one more present. Very All well. Right. Um, housekeeping duties. Once again, you can find us on YouTube uh, as well as uh, uh, anchor.fm backslash play by your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio and the iHeartRadio app, as well as most anywhere you can find your podcasts. You can also find us on social media, on Facebook, search out Save Save by, <laughs> Save by the Bell. Yeah. If you search out Save by the Bell, you're not going to find us. You just search Play by Ear on Facebook. <laughs> uh, follow, follow us on the Twitter at, uh, at Play by Ear Pod, number two. Uh, also on Instagram, play underscore it underscore by underscore ear. Mark. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tweeter. <laughs> on the tweeter uh yeah tweeter and the monkey man <laughs> uh also uh, traveling wilburys there for you eric uh, thank you uh thank you with the roy orberson <laughs> uh you can also email us play it by ear podcast 2020 at gmail.com i think it's all of our housekeeping duties there once again uh, thank Joe Pilger for being our guest host here as he and I are, I guess he's not on the road. He lives here, but I'm on the road. I'm in Monmouth, Illinois. Uh, thank you for remotely joining us, sirs. Uh, thank you. Great, great thank job, you. Joe. Great talking great. with you. It was good times. Nice, nice talking with you guys. Uh, it's nice to see, you know, some faces and I can identify the uh, meringue skinner. And <laughs> no, he is charged. <laughs> and, you know, if you were still in Doctor Up, Todd, you could make a, a punk song out of that. Meringue Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I might need to write a, uh, a limerick using <laughs> coming along or a haiku. I have my word Fincastle in it. I've been uh, I've been semi-retired in my limerick writing, um, so perhaps I'll yeah, time dust to it off up there. <laughs> All right, uh, so that is episode 24. Look for episode 25 coming shortly. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.